0: Hey folks, what is going on? My name is Jonathan. This is comic book cinema. This is where we bring you the best comic book movie content. Don't get it twisted. This is not just for men hair care uh, promotion hour. I know you might think that by some of the guests that are featured on this show, but no, it's not. This is comic book cinema. Today, I'm joined by someone who's enjoying a a fine meal, apparently, Mr. Grant Watley. What's up, Grant? What up?
1: <laughs>
0: nice I'm be also here. joined by Jason Galt himself. Hey. <laughs> Jason, do you have anything you want to mention?
2: Uh yeah. Jason explains it all, comes back this week. And it's just me and my wife explaining where I've been this week or this this last year. So it'll be fun. But next week we're doing Superman
3: 3, and the next week we're doing Man of Steel. So <laughs> Wow, what a blatant copier of much more successful comic book episodes. <laughs> well, I mean, I watched both of them, so I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna waste them." Might, yeah, might as well, right? Gotta
0: right. can't waste yeah. the content. And Tim, what's going on, man? It's good to have you back.
3: Uh, I just, I just found my uh, new laptop screensaver, and I couldn't be happier, man. I just, <laughs> uh, I'm here to promote the good word of Superman three, the best
0: superhero movie of all time. Oh, of course, it is hands down. <laughs> I mean, guys, I, I really had a hard time. Like, I was watching this film and I was like, dang, this is really high quality stuff. <laughs> I was shocked. I was taken aback.
3: This you was know? actually me watching the movie. <laughs> like, this was the face I made, like pretty much during every scene.
0: <laughs> so so today, if it's not obvious already, we are going to be reviewing Superman Trace. What did you guys think about that intro to the film it's wacky
3: <laughs> i mean i understood we- why richard Pryor couldn't hold down a job in metropolis it's just like bro everyone is just such a klutz like there's a there's a blind guy like destroying the street there's penguins on fire it's just like yeah i would probably quit a fast food job in 28 minutes too if this was the kind of like environment i had to serve
0: yeah it's pretty wacky to say the least i would say i mean I don't even get what the point of that opening sequence was. What? Right? <laughs> like
2: It seems like there's a lot of stuff that had nothing to do with Superman.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a 180 turn, I would say, from Superman 1 and Superman 2. The interesting thing here is that this was directed by Richard Lester, who also mm-hmm. directed or stepped in to take over the project from Richard Donner, who directed most of Superman 2, but they ended up going back and reshooting a lot of stuff so that Richard Lester could get credit for Superman 2. So this is That's why the-
2: Superman 2 is garbage if you don't watch the, the, the original cut.
3: <laughs> so they Josh whedon it?
0: they Josh yes, whedon it. Way before Josh Whedon was a thing. What did you think about this intro, Grant?
1: Oh, it was garbage. It was uh... – <laughs> the scene is way too wacky way too you know it's got that early 90s 80s wacky vibe and I'm, i do not like it
0: yeah it was definitely goofy
3: the opening um, credits gave me like motion sickness because like when it's like it's like a cheap cheap ripoff of like star wars scrolling but like whenever the credits come on like the bottom half of the screen gets blurry with it yes it, it was like the ugliest thing i had ever seen in my life very yeah. odd for sure and
2: what What's the deal with the Richard Pryor scene at the beginning seems
3: so just. That's honestly like, a much better intro than what followed. Like that's a nice enough setup to like, okay, well, here's how the super villain begins his story. But then it just like a dude's drowning in a car that's not underwater. And it's like, uh, but because okay. Because he came in
2: through the bottom
3: of the car there. <laughs> oh, you're right. I, I missed the logic on that one. That's how that, cars work. <laughs> i missed uh i needed a thumb, a youtube thumbnail that had like the red circle over the fire hydrant for that one because that, that was i was literally watching it just like what is happening
0: what yeah. is happening
3: during this entire thing
0: it was it was definitely wacky and out of left field for sure uh it seemed like
1: I, the whole thing was like a parody almost yeah, yeah. a parody of superman
0: it definitely is okay. an
3: excellent intro in the sense of showing you what the movie's gonna be like like a lot oh, yeah. of things are happening yeah. but nothing is actually happening. Let me say a positive. I do have a positive. You know me, I'm
2: always going to try I got to a couple positives positive too. But yeah. When Christopher Reeve comes out of
3: that photo booth, damn is he Superman. <laughs> he, he he even is rips Superman. up he rips up the incriminating photos but still lets the kid keep like the Superman photos or whatever. Yeah. Class yeah, act.
2: It- because we need to remember that Superman's supposed to be a joyful character that yeah. brings joy to people.
0: It was almost like this film was more about Gus than it was Superman.
2: A hundred percent,
0: yeah. It was like, this is Gus's journey, okay? He's starting the film off unemployed. Oh, he gets this job, this cool job doing, you know, computer stuff because computers can computer do anything. Computer
3: stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, this was also pre-90s like 90s hackers can hack anything in the 90s it's like you have a kid with like a flip phone that's just like oh i'm in the pentagon's mainframe it's like main what mainframe like what even are you talking about then it's with richard Pryor, it's just like yeah i took the electronic pen touched it on the screen and now i have 86 thousand dollars it's just like "Uh, technology it works (laughs) Uh,
0: just (laughs) makes sense (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i I think the, the plot of this film was preposterous i think that we can all agree on that Well, you know, what could and could not be done with a computer like you're just talking about, you know, at this time, there was such little understanding of what you could actually do with a computer. I think that they could get away with a lot more than obviously they could now.
3: Right. Well, I honestly it's like the Richard Pryor stuff. I, I love the Richard Pryor stuff compared to what was happening like in between Superman doing his stuff which I'll get to later but the whole thing with uh, Richard Pryor's thing it was just like it was a good enough setup. like okay he's poor he finds the learn how to do the computer stuff he's an ace in the computer class he gets a job oh he's not getting enough money he learns this little hack and then the boss brings him in I love the boss's like super billionaire room by the way it's just such a Superman villain type room the the turning bar
2: was awesome
3: (laughs) yes even the flipping uh, ra- uh, radar thing. I mean, I don't know why he had it, but I'm like, uh, that's that's cool to an extent. Like even the fountains, like just spilling on the rug. Like, it's just such a gag. I hadn't watched this movie since I was a kid. So it, I kind of came in relatively fresh, just like not really knowing what was going to happen other than like the obvious, you know, meme stuff. But it, it built to a point where it's like, okay, so you know how to hack computers and make money. Here's what we're going to do. And I go, oh, that's actually smart. Like, because how can Superman fight People just robbing uh, money on the internet, and then the guy goes weather machine, and I go, oh god.
2: Hashtag Kanye was right.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it literally is just like, oh man, there's actually a nugget of this is a good story, and then they're like, yeah, we have a satellite make a tornado for us using binary or whatever, and it's like, oh okay, never mind. I I, I gave this movie too much credit.
0: I had doubts about whether or not the government can manipulate the weather before this film, but after seeing it, <laughs> guys, it's confirmed. Government,
3: yeah, and they're getting Dave Chappelle to do it,
0: (laughs) right? (laughs) He went back to Smallville this time around, and it was almost like Richard Lester, or maybe some of the powers that be within Warner Brothers, were flirting with the idea of him having. Well, I mean, obviously, he had a new love interest in this film with Lana, right? But it was almost like they were flirting with the idea of maybe we should just, you know, snub Lois and and go a different direction with that they you did
2: know? stuff lois like lois shows up at the beginning and she's like i'm gonna wear this bikini and no, we like, don't even so get a bikini shot movie. we don't
3: even get a bikini shot she's just like no. this is me holding a bikini
2: now we're like, talking okay. about that scene what is the deal with the contestants
3: like why do they keep popping up <laughs> poor poor unfortunate souls man wasn't the actress, like, supposedly, like, difficult to work with? Like, wasn't that, like, an actual strategy? Just, like, let's not have this chick in the story anymore.
0: I think she was unhinged, you know, like, a, oh, little, right, right, right. Yep. a little off her kilter, off her rocker. You know, I think that's that's the rumor, at least. Um, Was she make a movie had...
3: with Stanley Kubrick at any point?
0: <laughs> <laughs> They'd kind of written themselves
2: in a corner with Lewis anyway, with the old uh, magic kiss at the end of two. What, what are you going to do? You can't do the magic kiss twice. No, that's, almost, that's screenwriting
3: 101. It's almost like you shouldn't have done the magic kiss at all, like. Well, here's my problem with that scene. Uh, how does Clark Kent have a job? They, they're all just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the carib, you know, the Caribbeans and you know, there's gonna be this drug cartel and blah, blah, blah. And Clark's just like, well chief, my big story is I'm going to my high school reunion and like nobody cares. They're like, yeah, that's great. That's great. And Lois is like, goodbye, everyone. Everyone says goodbye to Lois. And Clark's like, well, I'm going to go chase my big story now. And like, he gets nothing. No one even says bye to him. How is this guy still like, you know, Peter Parker gets pictures of Spider-Man, you know, but Clark is just like, you either don't write stories or (laughs) you're going to your high school reunion as your big piece. It's not really compelling stuff there, Mr. Kent.
0: Not at all. So I will say this, if we're going to talk on the subject of positives, Mm. one positive I can say is that chemical factory scene. I thought it was pretty well done. I mean, even though the logic behind some of the minor things like Superman getting the slide, I mean, he probably could have gotten those people individually down a little faster than him just creating a slide using a, but all in all, that scene was pretty well executed for the time. You know, we're talking about technology from, the early '80s, late '70s. I think it's the early '80s. So, yeah. yeah, I thought it. I mean, like for what it what it was, that was one of the highlights in the film. One of the few. The uh, what Wayne you guys thing think?
2: was cool where he froze
3: it and he threw the Abigail. Love that.
0: That so, was a very good idea.
3: Yeah,
2: I yeah, remember
0: that cool.
1: thinking that.
3: I was just thinking, if Zack Snyder directed that scene, the iceberg wouldn't have melted and everyone would have just died. Like, it would have just, like, I was literally thinking this, like, wait, how is this going to, oh, right, it's going to rain, right. so And that then was, Lana Lang would have been, like, good, those people deserve it. <laughs> no, but, no, no, but I will agree that that whole scene had a feel of, like, the old animated TV show. Like, even with the acid, like, turning red when it was, like, getting more dangerous and yeah. stuff, it had just a classic Superman vibe. I also, yeah. I also thought that that scene was pretty good.
2: And I love that somehow Jimmy Olsen has to find a way for himself to be in danger.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think my, my favorite scene in the whole, the whole movie was when uh, the penguin was on fire and he like blew it out and he placed <laughs> him back in the road to get probably ran over. Just didn't Richard- even think
3: anything was odd with that. Just like, okay, it was a penguin on fire. I'm Superman. I usually fight villains with a gimmick and stuff, but this doesn't seem distressing at all. I thought Richard
2: Breyer was fun. I mean, I, I, he's a phenomenally funny dude. So, yeah. like.
0: Yeah, and, he is. Don't, don't get me wrong. He is the GOAT of the 70s and 80s. One of the GOATs. However, yeah, yeah. maybe you guys disagree with me, and that's fine. But in this film, I didn't think that he particularly shined that much. Well, the material he was given with was just so odd. I mean, it's do-
3: like, so is he like, it, it's, and I mean, we'll get to it later on in the discussion but it's just like when he shows up as like the general character I'm just like it's not established that he's like this con artist character impersonating I or like when he's like getting getting the guy drunk and he just has a giant cowboy hat for no reason okay I love that that whole sequence I I like uh I like when he uh has to tie the guy up to do the keys at the same time and when he's drunk and like he's like trying to hack and he's like not hacking right at first that's all good but yeah it's I feel like Richard Pryor was probably one of the highlights for me but like he still wasn't given a lot to work with
2: you know yeah he was Uh,
0: he was handcuffed
3: the sequence where he's
2: talking about Superman coming to Columbia and stopping the hurricane or whatever that whole sequence he the uh, the reason he got the job was he was on Johnny Carson and he did that set where he's like, and Superman's flying around, and he's doing this, and he's, that was all from the Johnny Carson interview. And by the
0: way, yeah, I've heard that too, Jason, and by the way, that was, that was the Louise before we had Louise in Ant-Man, right? Did you guys notice that? I was thinking that the whole time, like, dang, look at this, this is Louise 30 years before. Definitely. But then they ruined
2: that scene with him uh, skiing over the, um, yeah.
3: <laughs> off the top of the building. I love though, that was too much, but I love that super rich guy just has a, a ski slope on top of his skyscraper. That to me, that was one of the gags that actually worked for me personally that I laughed at. It's like, it showed him skiing and it zooms out and it's just, it's just a ski lodge on top of a skyscraper. I just thought that was, like I said, classic, like silly Superman villain. Type stuff like, of course he does. Of course he does. He's super rich.
0: You know what I thought was great—that the missing ingredient that was added into the artificial kryptonite was tar from cigarettes. Yeah, it's Superman. Three is
3: almost like an anti-smoking ad. yes cigarettes will turn heel, man. They'll turn you heel. (laughs) And and boy does he turn heel. Now that we're now that we're bringing that up, I want to say that because I keep getting messed up with the camera because of this scene alone this movie was worth it yeah we can talk we can dissect it later but this was one of the greatest things i've ever seen it it was was so beautiful
0: it was still limited by its time and technology but at the end of the day for for the technology that they had at the time it was about as well executed as it possibly could have been it was probably better to me personally than superman 2 the scene where the uh the kryptonians are fighting superman Better than that scene. Better than that that action sequence. Because it's in just, that action sequence in Superman 2, you have Ursa throwing a, a the, the lid of a sewer at Superman and it hurts him so bad even though it's just a steel lid, you know? yeah. When you, when you really think about these things, like when you get too analytical like me, uh, you start to think about things and like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Or like throwing yeah. a truck at Superman. Oh, that hurt Superman for a good 30, 45 seconds. Right. And this... I liked it because like, uh, it was realistic and it stayed true to the source material. Like when he blew the acid, I mean, it didn't really bother Superman, you know, like those things don't like even getting crushed by something that weighed probably a lot of a lot, you know, it doesn't really affect him. He just climbs right back out, but it was very good. And I think also it was probably more of a, more of a conflict within his, within himself, as opposed to something that was a physical battle so even if they had more yeah i
2: always thought it took place
3: in his mind like i didn't think it was actually physically
0: probably probably this is
3: this is why i love it so much because it's just so out of nowhere out of context and just so unapologetic superman turns bad which i mean like he like straightened up a tower blew out an olympic torch like the worst thing he did was stall that uh oil freighter from getting wherever he is oh he boned too dude well, I mean, that's not necessarily bad. He
0: smashed, but, Jason. Dude, he smashed.
3: He And he, he wasn't married. He wasn't. He wasn't. He took
2: someone's girlfriend and said, I'll save people no more, but I'll save.
3: <laughs> yeah. Let's just say he wasn't going down the ski slope that night. Uh, <laughs> I honestly wish... Speaking of cigarettes and stuff, I honest, my biggest regret is that I wasn't on anything when I watched this scene because it's just like even like you were talking about like the thing like, lands on him and it's it looks like a Looney Tunes thing. It's just so perfectly it just smashes him into the ground. I was just waiting for like a wily e. coyote like wham sound effect.
1: It's
0: just
3: it's the crazy. It's it's wild. I love that whole sequence from where
2: he's shooting yeah. the peanuts at the beer bottles. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Lana
2: Lang's son, who
3: might have like some kind of condition, because he seems to fall down a lot. Oh, dude, dude. (laughs) Okay, okay. So we can bring this up while I have my green screen available. I think it's no, it's this one. Best quote of the movie. There's two quotes. One is, "Hey, look, Superman's drunk." That's like (laughs) that's that should be like my text alert.
2: I can't get through here, lady. There's something happening. Hey, look, Superman's drunk. What
3: are you looking at? Huh? Second is this kid is bleeding from his head, and he goes, "Mom, we flew, we were in the air, Mom, we were so high," and he just looks so messed up. It was just, it was just I so unintentionally funny.
1: My favorite quotes from the movie are during the uh, Superman versus himself fight scene, where he like hits him with the air conditioner vent, and it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be this you know big heavy thing, but it just collapses because it's made out of like tin, pretty much. And uh, right. like while he, while he's hitting him, he's like, "You sorry son of a gun!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's me out. Come on, you son of a- yeah. Didn't he say that to him, the evil Superman? Yeah, he was like, "You son of a gun," or something like that. You know. Yeah, he
3: the the actor goes like almost Jack Nicholson, like in some like <laughs> expressions of just like do it, hit right, yeah. Ah. It's just it's very <laughs> the it's wild, man. It's but wild.
2: I do love Lana Lang's son being like, you're just in a slump, Superman. You'll, you'll get out of it. Like, you'll get yeah. out of
3: it. Like, I, I, it was, I don't know. I, I, I love
2: that. I, I was love giving him this a pep
3: like a Coca-Cola Ironically. commercial. Like, Superman was going to throw him a bottle or something at the end. Thanks, kid. <laughs> you're just in a slump, Superman. Like, he's like, borderline killed people. You're okay. You're just in a slump. Well, <laughs> what did he, like you said, he 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 fixed the tower. He blew out the flame. That was just a a mean move. Like, that wasn't even evil. Like, everyone just kind of looked at Superman like...
2: Well, (laughs) I want you to remember this because I'm going to bring it up later in another video. He was more indifferent than he was
0: evil. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't straight up evil. He was just more of like an a-hole, basically. Yeah, I was just going to say, he just did a lot of things like... If we would have been watching spectating Superman while he was doing those things, would have been like, dang, he's a real dick. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't be like, he has to be stopped. Someone called the US
3: government. We'd just be like, okay, man. That's what I what I what I what's weird about this is like usually when something like this happens, I, I'm gonna reference uh, Spider-Man again as like when Peter Parker stopped being Spider-Man, it was setting up to like, man, being Spider-Man stinks. It's like, I can never get anything right. It always, you know, I hate being Spider-Man. So I'm going to stop being Spider-Man. It's not really bad in Spider-Man, in Superman three for Clark Kent to be Clark Kent. Like I even remember the girl saying like, oh, Superman's great, but you're the best Clark. Like, and he's like acing the high school bully. Every time the guy comes up, he's like making a fool out of himself. It's not really setting up to where it's like, oh, I don't want to be Superman and save people anymore. Uh, So it is kind of just a random and it's almost a heel turn off screen because it's they're highlighting like, oh, Superman, can he be trusted anymore? I could have used three or four more scenes of like Jason said of him just like being drunk at the bar and just like just being an absolute, you know, donkey to everyone around him, because like it's at the beginning when he he's kind of creepy towards Lana. He's like, oh, what bridge? Like whatever. That's honestly a tense scene. It it reminded me of like Homelander from The Boys almost.
0: It's interesting, though, because it seems like that type of behavior was a lot more accepted in the late 70s, early 80s. You see more stuff like that in films. And not only do you see it, but they present it to you in a way like, oh, this is normal. You know, like this is how guys flirt with girls. Walking up, sitting next to him, grabbing their leg like, hey, what are you doing?
2: (laughs) Do you think it would have been more uncomfortable if it would have been Lois instead of the
3: long lane character at all? I think what adds to the tenseness, I mean, like Superman's kind of like giving her like the x-ray vision look. But it's like he's not being like, he's not doing anything crazy. What's more tense is like there's an emergency and he's just like, let's chill out. Coffee's still on
2: my thought process is it shows another level of an evil for Superman to do because he kissed her to wipe her memory to save her and now he's trying to pull her right back in because he's mm. evil. So it negates the big sacrifice that he made in the second. I guess The guess so. Lana Lane also... character is just, she's a non-existent for me, really. Like She's not Lois. Face, yeah, she's Discount Lois. I wa- I wanted Lois Lane way more than I did Lois Lane.
0: Is she, though? Is she really, like, I don't know. I thought, act- actress-wise, like, you know, her acting ability. I mean, Margot Robbie's a, I mean, uh, Margot Robbie, not Margot Robbie. Uh, Margot Kidder <laughs> yeah. is yeah. a good actress. But – Is that, uh, that the, one, that's the woman that played Lana? No, know, that's, Margot oh, Robbie look. is – Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Margot Kidder is Lois. I think oh, that gotcha. – uh, Lois is okay. I mean, like she's not like super impressive to me. It's not like she's a, uh, uh, what's the girl's name that played in black Swan in that film?
3: Natalie, Portman. Uh, Natalie. Portman. Yeah, she's
0: not Natalie Portman in black Swan or anything, but she right. is, you know, she's there. Woo. She's there. Like she's not my favorite. Lana to me is almost, I don't know. I'm, I'm making such I a think hard she's stance on the ground over Lana versus Lois, but I didn't personally mind Lana, and I thought she did a good job, whatever actress that was.
2: Lois does these weird things where she's like, I'm smart. I don't need anybody to tell me anything. How many S are in Baffle? Like, that stuff is so good. And Lana Lang doesn't do any of that. Her arc is, I hate Smallville. I don't want to marry Brad. Brad.
3: Brad. That's it, Brad. Brad." Yeah, I don't want to marry Brad. I thought that the emergency people were a little bit kind of uh, titty babies towards Superman because like the truck falls and Superman comes like, you know, Oh, how can I help? (laughs) Well, nothing now you should have. It's like, well, no, he can still like pick up the truck out of the water and like help repair the bridge. It's like there's so much destruction around that he could still help out with, but they're just butt hurt that like, he didn't stop the truck from falling. Maybe that's really what turned Superman evil Well, he's just like, okay, well, I, I make one mistake and now everyone hates me. I'm just going to get drunk and fire these peanuts at people pre, uh, pre, uh, uh, uh which is uh, awesome. Bullseye. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That, that really was it phenomenal
0: scene. Mistakes. Oscar stuff. Oscar worthy stuff. Hey, look, Superman.
3: Was-
0: <laughs> and you're right, Tim, that has got to be the best movie line of all time. <laughs> you know honestly i think that having superman at the bp oil spill back in 08 or whenever that happened would have been very beneficial because man he was blowing that oil back into that boat like a champ was he jason
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's spent a good long time talking about the first two acts i guarantee you we'll spend like two and a half minutes on the last act
3: that's all. that's all. It's all that's really worth discussing computer, because it just falls apart. Like it just everything that it had going for it. I just feel like at the yeah. very end is like once they introduce the giant computer, it's 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 done. The what? giant computer looks cool, <laughs> design wise, but it's oh, I also like that uh they they hint that the bimbo character is actually really smart. Yeah, she's just play. I actually really like that twist. That was interesting like,
0: and yeah. and unexpected. I will say this: when I was a kid and I used to watch this movie a good bit as a kid, that little beat where his sister, the the billionaire sister gets turned into the robot woman. That was freaking terrifying to me as a child. I thought that was pretty well done. But other than that, that's probably the only slightly redeemable thing about that entire final sequence. Yeah. Everything else in the last little bit is just garbage. I also
3: really enjoyed that. uh, She got turned into, I thought like, at because i like i said i i I hadn't seen it in a while so i couldn't remember i thought she was like just going to get like sucked into the machine i was just like okay well that's kind of creepy and cool and then she becomes the robot and i was like i like that i like that a lot actually
0: i do have a note that says superman smashed with a laughing emoji (laughs) 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 and then and then hit her with the new number who this yeah, I know, right? That was the ultimate at the end when he was just like, "I'm sorry, I don't remember you." <laughs>
3: yeah, that was his last evil act as Dark Superman. Was <laughs> second, like only little redeeming part of the of the final, which is what we brought up at the beginning of that we liked the the acid scene or whatever. I that was a pretty sharp callback <clears throat> to hit him using the acid to beat the the machine. I thought as far as just like okay, put a nice little bow on it. And they just drops Richard Pryor off like, you're good, bud. And just drops him in the middle of nowhere. Just like
0: he did with Lex and uh, what's his name in the other movie. I think it was the first Superman. He just drops him off at the prison. And they're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> we'll take him from here. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no due process or anything like that. Just just oh, leave yeah. him here. We, we'll I take love him. it. So,
3: Superman's not quite like Batman, though. I feel like if Superman tells anyone, like, hey, this person needs to go to prison, they're like, uh, fair enough, man. Like, oh, you are
0: Superman. Oh. With all this being said. Grant, you've been awfully quiet. I've never seen you be quiet before. Uh, yeah, if you have to give a rating to this film.
1: Where would you put it? For me, it's uh, it's two out of ten. It's uh, it's too gaggy for me. You know, maybe back in the day, God. I would have enjoyed it, but watching it back now, I'm like, it's a little too corny. The plot's too, too you know, too weird. I don't like. Man, I honestly didn't enjoy it at all.
3: <laughs> it's very slapstick for like no reason yeah. at all. And it's very off-putting.
1: Yeah, mm.
0: 100%. What about you, Mr. Jason? This is tough. There are things I really
2: enjoy. My kid really loves it. So there's that. If it wasn't Richard Fryer, I would like it. I mean, I don't think I would like it as much. I to give it a four. That's fair. Four out
1: of ten.
3: Yeah, that's fair. Some enjoyable, but not very good. I would give it an ironic uh eight or nine out of ten, like I said, for like just just this scene alone. It was just like from drunk from drunk Superman to the end of this fight scene, uh, that it really is where I stopped taking notes. Like I just sat back and I was just like, this is actually amazing. But if I was gonna give it a, a real rating without being a troll, I think I agree with Jason. It's probably a four. Like, yeah, there, there's great things in it that like are nice little you know nice little vacations from just the the filth but but other than that it's i'm not jonesing to watch this movie again anytime soon i'm just gonna get this clip on youtube and, and watch it if, if anything.
0: <laughs> yep absolutely yeah so i'll i'll give this as a comparison so when i was looking at my i'm a super nerd and i literally have like every comic book movie rated in my iphone okay i've so, seen the
2: list he does <laughs>
0: Yes, I've sent it to you multiple times. You know about that. In the in the 2.5 to 2 category, I have movies such as Fanforstic. I have Batman Forever. So for me personally, I couldn't find it. Batman Forever was the first 2.5 movie that I had. I could not find it within myself to rank Superman 3 above Batman Forever. So I had to put it at 2. That's, that's where it fits in for me. That's where it makes sense. Like I said, there are some very far and few between redeemable qualities about this film. Uh, the sequence between, you know, Clark Kent versus Superman in the junkyard is genius, brilliant ahead of its time right there. I mean, just look at that, you know, you can't get <laughs> enough of that, man. And, and also like you like can't said, little bits of, of, of glory here and there, you know, like with the, the chemical scene, like we, like we referenced And I enjoyed every second of Superman being evil. It was so entertaining. But with all that being said, the ending, the final boss, villain, whatever you want to call it, was garbage. Uh, The uh, billionaire, I forget his name because he's so forgettable, is basically just like the studio saying, okay, we don't have Lex Luthor back for this film, so who can we put to fill those shoes? You know, it was like just a Lex Luthor ripoff in my mind. Yeah. Uh, Too goofy, too wacky. Obviously, the special effects are dated, so yeah. That's kind of where I'm at, but anyway, this
3: movie has been judged.
0: It has been judged
3: and it has been found wanting.
0: <laughs> this is so what much. this movie
3: deserves right here.
0: <laughs> just, just two of these. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, thank you so much <laughs> for joining me for this episode of our Superman three review. If you haven't already, make sure you check out Jason's podcast. Jason, you want to plug that one more time?
2: Yes, it's uh, Jason Explains <laughs> It All. It's on uh, iTunes, it's on Google Play, and it's on Spotify. And Anchor, if you use the Anchor app.
1: So.
0: And For Tim, sure. you have a strong social media presence as well. You're, you're pretty strong on Instagram, on the gram, and you got a yeah. nice little TikTok account. You got a, a decent amount of followers on there.
3: I'd be trying. I'd be trying out here in these digital streets. You can follow me at comedian underscore T dot w-a-t ask your parents what that spells uh (laughs) tiktok comedian timothy watkins and follow me on youtube the timothy watkins program is coming back not too far from now and yeah 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 you know you, 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 you can find me you can find me you know i'm out here
0: thank you so much and until next time have a good one folks